are Locked On NFL, your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in to our beautiful, beautiful football children here on the Locked On NFL Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And on today's show, it is all about the QB carousel. Ross Jackson and I will be talking about Deshaun Watson, Matt Stafford, Dak Prescott, and more, all possibly or probably finding new destinations. We'll go over some of our favorite fits. And on the Tuesday Fantasy Forum, we'll talk about some QB wide receiver pairings we'd like to see and weigh in weigh in on the great debate. Who is wide receiver one, Devontae Adams or Tyreek Hill? I'm Luke Braun at Luke Braun NFL here with Ross Jackson at Ross Jackson Nola. And this is Lock on NFL. So Ross, I guess let's start with uh, some of the news that broke over the weekend. Of course, you know, yesterday Peter talked about the games, of course, but there was a little bit of news over the weekend that shouldn't be overshadowed that uh, Matt Stafford is going to be traded. We already know that Deshaun Watson is like more almost certainly going to be traded. There's mm-hmm. all sorts of QB carousel stuff going on. Adam Schefter tweeted out a graphic with all of these names that just seem like they're entrenched that might not be guys like Aaron Rodgers, who was kind of acting a little bit gloomy after the, yeah, the loss. Yeah. To Tampa Bay, guys like Jimmy Garoppolo and Jared Goff. There's some whispers coming out of those organizations. There's a lot of motion going on here. Uh, so I guess let's just start with some of our favorite favorite fits. Why don't you kick us off? Yeah. So I want to I want to start with a, a focus on Matt Stafford because that's kind of been the the most likely uh, one in terms of what we've heard. Right. We know that mm-hmm. the organization and he have mutually agreed that they want to part ways. So it's less speculative. It's more it's, it's going to happen now. It's yeah, who wins yeah. the betting war. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I, I've seen a lot, uh, Adam Schefter, as well as some others talking about how the Detroit Lions are expecting to get around a first round draft pick at least. In, you know, in, in in return for Matt Stafford, who's going to be 33 years old at the beginning of the season, 38 game-winning drives, eighth all-time, or sorry, uh, tied for uh, fifth right now with the, the most there in terms of active quarterbacks, assuming Drew Brees retires, which seems likely at this point. Big Ben could retire, that move him to fourth. He's also eighth right now and, and, and working his way up through a couple of those other passing mm-hmm. metrics, including passing yards, things like that. So uh, he's you know working his way up some of these some of these stats, and he has done a great job so far over his career, even though he has a 70-94-1 record and 0-3 record in the playoffs. Never ha- yeah. had better than a 21st. A uh, yeah, exactly. He never had better than a 21st-ranked running offense to complement his game. He never had, uh, you know, several times. He only had one uh, top five defense. That was the 11 and five season where they went to the playoffs. So amazing what a top five defense could do for you. So, and they got jobbed by a bad yes. pass interference. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And then you've seen, I believe it's five over the, or four over the last six seasons that they had a 30th or lower ranked defense, including 32 and 32, both in points and yards allowed in 2020. So the idea of getting Matthew Stafford to a place where he could have maybe some more complimentary game around him. And competent <laughs> coaching. Actually, yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's been dealing with Patricia and Jim Schwartz. And I mean, Jim Caldwell was OK, but they still had like a really bad Joe Lombardi offenses. Right. Uh, to say nothing of the Chargers who aren't building a staff that I hate. <laughs> Just hire Joe Lombardi. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so and, and uh, the, the Joe Lombardi thing becomes important. In a moment, but as oh, we're talking boy. about, as we're talking about, um, 
about Matthew Stafford here. It, it is interesting to sort of, you know, try to figure out where would be the best fit for him. Because I think that there are obvious ones that some folks talk about, like Indianapolis, San Francisco tends to glean a lot of attention from any of these quarterbacks that happen to be on the market. And so I want to, I want to just, you know, I covered it. I, I covered the Saints. I talked about, I want to throw them in the ring. The New Orleans Saints is a potential landing spot for Matthew Stafford that I think would be really, really interesting. You have the top five off defense. You have the passing uh, options. You have the run game there that can be and has been in the top 10, three of the last four years. So they've done a very, very good job there in terms of building up all of those complimentary pieces. And you would have competent coaching. I think it'd be a good landing spot for him. Of course, we'll have to revisit it someday and talk about how the Saints fix their, fix their cap situation, of course. But there is certainly a way to do it and make sure that they're able to come up with the $20 million that they would need to pick up his salary on the season. Yeah, I, I think he's a he can definitely uh, pull off the things that Sean Payton would want to do with him. Mm-hmm. Like, that's obviously what you want. He, he would love to throw downfield. He would love to do some of those uh, 2010, 2009 type things that Breeze was doing down the field and all that. And yeah. I think Stafford can pull off those throws. It's just a matter of making the money work because mm-hmm. of the situation the Saints are in, not only to get under the cap, they have to do a lot of things and there's a lot of restructures and there are options to do. But when you suddenly add, you'd have to take on the Matt Stafford contract and you'd have to find draft picks to trade and stuff. It seems like a really tough burden. I don't know if I it's would see really- the Saints... It's really doable. It's extremely doable. The the one thing that I will say, the one thing that I will say though, is that it is so not the Saints' mo to make a big blockbuster trade like that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Now it, that might be because they have had fifteen years mm-hmm. of adequate or good, good to great quarterback play. Right, so they right. haven't had to yeah, make a big move like that. Yeah, maybe it changes now, but that's my biggest thing, honestly, is that it doesn't seem like the Saints used to be those guys that would do those big moves and things like that. And then they shot themselves in the foot 20 times with Jairus Bird contracts, for instance, and things like that. And so now they don't mess with that anymore. (laughs) Yeah, true. Well, and there's been a lot of kind of elongating things and kicking the can down the road, which is, you know, a good idea. They probably kept that together for longer than they have any right to, but eventually the Mm -hmm. bill comes due. So I have my own Matt Stafford destination that I think works really well. That is the Washington football team. They have the cap to deal with it. They can just take on his contract and they don't have to uh, make as uh, any other room to accommodate it. They might have to make other room if they have other plans with their money, but Uh, It's a much easier contract to take on schematically. I think it works really well with with Scott Turner's brand of offense. I think he can kind of cash the checks that Dwayne Haskins and kind of whatever's left of Alex Smith couldn't really cash. Um, And and I think he can also go over to he's got plenty of uh, experience in an organization that maybe isn't particularly smooth running. And you know that that's not going to be something that holds that 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 holds his performance back. I think that would be a, a really interesting destination. But I actually want to talk more about a different idea, which is we didn't forget about Dak Prescott who has been out, of course, since week four. Uh, The Cowboys are going to have a tough time getting him uh, under another franchise tag. Who knows if they can even make a deal or if that relationship is like truly shot. The spotlight has shifted to Deshaun Watson and Stafford and uh, Rodgers and all this stuff. But Dak Prescott still needs to end up somewhere coming off that injury. How about the New England Patriots? Oh. Who've just been biding their time. Waiting. And waiting. In the shadows. To leap. Third most. (laughs) Third most. (laughs) cap space in 2021 so they could just pay the guy and just give him the deal 
And he would be that young quarterback that can go bring a whole bunch of talent, do a lot of the stuff that that Josh McDaniels and and Bill Belichick kind of uh, designed for Cam Newton, but Cam Newton kind of fell apart in the year. I don't think you get that with Dak Prescott. I think it's a great fit for what they want to do offensively. Yeah, no, that's a great, I love that. Because the other part of it too is that I think no matter what, if Dak Prescott is going to be back in Dallas, they're going to have to work out a new contract with which means he's going to have to hit the market because they're not going to be able to afford to franchise to tag him for a second year in a row. They're not going to be able to do that. And so, or at least at this moment, it doesn't look like they're going to be able to do that. So they have, have to make a lot of room to do it and the, it feels like not worth it. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. And you have a team like the New England Patriots who can just come in and compete right away mm-hmm. in terms of whatever, whatever Dallas is offering you, here's... 18 times more than more of that, you know what I mean? Or whatever. Right. And, you know, end up just sort of luring him over to what would literally be luring him over to the dark side with Bill Belichick <laughs> and then bringing yeah. him into that situation. I mean, what an incredible way to put, what an incredible way to, first of all, put New England back on the map, but then also to be able to say, okay, Buffalo, you had your year. Uh, we're ready, <laughs> we're ready to have our division right. back now. Good luck. And by the way, you might lose your defensive coordinator in Buffalo. Ugh. I was wrong. Jeez. Fourth most cap space, but still, they have they're looking at fifty seven million in twenty twenty one, and like there are a lot of teams that don't have uh, even twenty million, and there's like thirteen teams that are over it because it's a reduced cap. So this is the time for the Patriots and and teams like them and the Colts and Washington that actually have a little bit of room and don't have a huge glut of contracts to yeah. just like own the market. Absolutely, and there are other teams that are you know like ninety five million dollars under the cap, but. That's that's fine. That's neither here nor there. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about more of these quarterbacks and more good fits here in just a moment on Locked On NFL, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And, you know, we're talking about where these quarterbacks could potentially land up. You know, uh, the our, our good friends over at betonline.ag, they put out some odds for Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford right now is showing plus 300 to end up in places like Indianapolis, uh, plus 350 for San Francisco 49ers. All those, they continue to put up these great futures that you can go and bet on for a limited time over at betonline.ag. So don't sit around on the sidelines and wait anymore. Get in on the action. And don't forget to use the promo code Locked On when you sign up there to receive 50% welcome bonus once you get in there. So you put in $100, they will give you another $50 to put on top of that. You walk in there with $150 on your bankroll with some of that free play as long as it is your first deposit. Use that promo code locked on to receive that 50% welcome bonus bet online your online sportsbook experts get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new locked on today podcast peter bukowski hosts locked on today in a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes subscribe to locked on today wherever you get your podcasts so let's continue with this little exercise. Let's keep pitching some of these uh, fun little QB pairings with certain teams. Uh, I have one that I think is I, I think is kind of spicy. Let's do it. It's a team that looks like they're going to need a quarterback mm-hmm. that picks kind of high in the draft, but not high enough to get a blue chipper that you know this isn't the Jaguars with Trevor Lawrence, right? They're not going to be looking. Right. But the Detroit Lions might need a bridge. Oh. Because they might be stuck. You know, they won't get one of these top three quarterbacks maybe somebody's probably gonna they might have to trade up maybe they lose the bidding war maybe zach wilson and fields and lawrence are all gone by the time they pick at seven they have to uh-huh. take like trey lance and he's not going to be ready so why don't we get somebody that could use a wide zone system like what anthony lynn wants to run i think we're on somebody the same that page <laughs> somebody that won't break their bank who can uh maybe keep things together for them for long enough 
for a quarterback like Trey Lance or somebody like Kyle Trask or whatever to, to be ready to play. Let's get Sam Darnold in Honolulu Blue. Okay. All right. All right. This is an interesting one, right? Because if the New York Jets were to make a move for, say, a Deshaun Watson, they're going to want to get rid of and move on from Sam Darnold. Right. right? They're, they're not going to him somewhere. extend him and all the money and all that. That, yeah. that wouldn't work out. But the Lions will, will have just shed a whole bunch of money for, right. for Matt Stafford. Yeah. And they could get somebody like Sam Darnold to come in, run that system. Like you mentioned, for long enough, he doesn't have to carry the team as a franchise quarterback. He just has to be good enough for long enough for it to make sense. And then for the uh, the New York Jets, they probably trade away, you know, a, a good amount of picks to be able to get Deshaun Watson in the building. But then they get mm-hmm. some capital back to be able to immediately continue to build around him for a guy like Sam Darnold. You feel like Sam Darnold could run that system? in Detroit with Anthony Lynn and that would be you think that would be a comfortable place for him I think the Anthony Lynn system Mm -hmm. would do for Sam Darnold what it did for Justin Herbert oh good point where Mm -hmm. I I think Justin Herbert is a better quarterback in the NFL than he was at Oregon Mm -hmm. and I think a lot of that has to do with coaching um and it's a a level of coaching I I don't know what Joe Lombardi is going to do there I don't know if I love that fit but I think that the right. things the wide zone does for quarterbacks fit really well with Justin Herbert's skill set. And I kind of think that Sam Darnold has uh, a similar enough mold where I think that can work for him. I like that. I like that. You know what? I have one for the Detroit Lions, too. Okay. I have one for the Detroit Lions, too. Let's get spicy. Um, and it is spicy. It is spicy. Kurt Cousin. No, right. <laughs> the, the Vikings. All right, hear me out. Uh, no, but <laughs> but the Detroit Lions just picked up their brand new head coach in mm-hmm. Dan Campbell, the Danimal. Perhaps enough was seen. Perhaps enough is known, Luke. Perhaps there was a relationship strong enough built yeah. that if Dan Campbell really wants to bite some kneecaps, he can go <laughs> for a guy that's going to attack down the field. Right? Can we make knee jokes? Kenny Galladay looking great. I'm all about making knee jokes all day. 100%. I'm all about making knee jokes. Oh, no. No. Let's get Jameis Winston to Detroit working with Dan Campbell, somebody he's familiar with. Aaron Glenn's over on the defensive side. That's great. There's some familiarity there. You got Anthony Lynn who's going to want to run that wide zone system. There's no run game in Detroit. It doesn't matter. You don't need a run game. Jameis Winston will throw your run game, he will be fine. (laughs) Yeah. It does not matter. He will hand the ball to a running back and then throw the running back 40 yards down the field. Embrace chaos. Embrace chaos. That's what I'm all about. And it's the same situation as what we're talking about like with Sam Darnold, right? Like in all seriousness, mm-hmm. it's not somebody that comes in and becomes your future franchise quarterback. It is kind of like a bridge situation unless he is able to, like you said about but Sam like Darnold, he like could. hold it together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, like there is work out. There is a world with both Darnold and Winston. There is a world where like, oh, this just unlocked them, and suddenly, you know, they could pull a Tannehill and just, like, be way better than you thought. Right. And that's right. a great scenario. And then if yeah. you have a rookie, you deal with the redundancy, you have assets to, to sell, and you can figure that out. That's not a bad situation if you have two quarterbacks you end up liking, right? And there is, yeah. like, a chance that you end up in that scenario. Right. And everything that Detroit has done so far with their hires has been towards this idea of building culture. Building a mm-hmm. building the anti Patricia system essentially is what they're doing right now, mm-hmm. and Jameis Winston as a culture guy fits in perfectly well with that. The Saints just lost Joe Lombardi. One of the one of the pieces, one of the reasons that Jameis Winston decided to go to New Orleans to work with the Harvard of quarterbacking, 
right? The Harvard School of Quarterback, and Joel Lombardi was a part of that. Maybe there's just enough. And then Terry Fontenot, who is a huge part of the New Orleans being able, the New Orleans Saints being able to retain talent, he's gone. He's in Atlanta now. So maybe they lose a little bit of that footing that they might have had otherwise. And so Jameis gets the opportunity to go somewhere else that can pay him a little bit more, and that gives him a culture that he's going to feel very comfortable with. Detroit could be that place. I think there's a lot of really interesting ways for Detroit to go. I think uh, up yeah. there with like the Eagles and some of the like Detroit and and their their total rebuild of their staff and the way that they choose to take this team. It's one of the most fascinating franchises in the league in 2021. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, as all of those things change, you'll be able to keep up with them here on Locked On NFL, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And Luke, you know, we talked about Adam Schefter's list of 18, 18 different pieces, quarterbacks going to 18 different places. And I know I'm always looking for new pieces for my vehicle. Yeah, I did it. I did it. It's a rock auto time, rockauto.com. We love them. We very much appreciate them. They help me out a ton. Uh, I've always done, I've always taken care of my cars very poorly. That is something I have not always done well. I don't ever do things before they're needed. I always do them when they're needed, but you can avoid that when you have an extensive catalog of things that you can do over at rock auto.com. Yes. Like if only the New Orleans Saints took this approach as opposed to uh, <laughs> as opposed to fixing it when it's a problem. Yeah, they let, it, it they let it's it a problem. ruin the transmission and now yeah, it's over. Right. <laughs> yeah, they let the jalopy get jalopier and now yeah, they have to change the oil, man. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And whatever that repair is, whatever that piece is, whatever that part is, whatever that service is, rockauto.com has you covered to either get you the things that you need to get it done or help you get it done. You get over there, you've got your make, your model, your year, the part, and then they're going to give you several different options that are all a fraction of the price is what you would get paid, is what you would have to pay going over to the brick and mortar store that you probably can't even drive to if you're like me anyway. So just get it delivered straight to your door with rockauto.com. Com. Go ahead and check them out. And don't forget to write locked on in the how'd you hear about us section. Amazing selection, reliable low prices, and all the parts that your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Today we have a theme on, on today's episode, and that is lists of 18 things, like 18 amazing built bar flavors. You've got flavors like caramel brownie, banana bread, which is a sneaky good one, chocolate it orange really if you're good. into that, peanut butter brownie. All these things that you really don't think. Oh yeah, you crinkle that for the on the mic for us. Mm. Oh, listen to Bill that. Bar. That's good. <laughs> all covered in 100% chocolate and all way healthier than any of that sounds. It's low calorie, it's low sugar, high protein, high fiber. Great if you're trying to lose or maintain weight, but still indulge in something delicious. So if you want to get in, go to builtbar.com and use promo code Locked On, and you get 20% off of your next order. That's promo code Locked On for 20% off at builtbar.com. There's only one game left in the 2020 NFL season, perhaps mercifully for some of us, but it's one of the greatest betting holidays of the year. The Super Bowl, the prop bets, they are already up on betonline.ag, and if you want some advice on how to bet for the NFL, college, uh, basketball, anything... You got to check out Locked On Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. They're picking college basketball, football, and NBA locks all winter long. Subscribe to Locked On Bets wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody. It is Tuesday, and that means it's time for the Tuesday Fantasy Forum. Marcus Mosher at Marcus underscore Mosher of Locked On Dynasty. Locked On Cowboys is here with us. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, so we've been talking about quarterbacks and, and the quarterback carousel and all this stuff that uh, kind of has come out this weekend and all the speculation. Where's Deshaun Watson going? Where's Matt Stafford going? So I guess from a fantasy angle, what is like the pairing, the dream pairing 
that you would like to see uh, materialize over the next couple of months? Luke, I got to be honest with you. The, the one that gets me the most excited is Matthew Stafford with the Colts pairing with Michael Pittman, a second round rookie out of USC. Uh, Pittman played really well in the second half of the season, despite playing with Phillip Rivers, who really didn't throw the ball down the field very much. If you remember Pittman in his days in USC, this is a field stretcher who can win the ball when it's mm -hmm. in the air. Getting a quarterback like Stafford, I think we could see Kenny Galladay-like numbers from Pittman as soon as 2021. That's a really exciting pairing. I like that one a lot. I was a big fan of Michael Pittman coming in, but you're right. He didn't really get fully maximized in his system the first year. Yeah, I, I think I think Pittman in this scheme, especially with T.Y. Hilton being a free agent, maybe Pittman takes over more of that number one role. We see an uptick in targets. It would not shock me, Ross, if we see Pittman, you know, pretty easily be a wide receiver two next year with the potential of being a wide receiver one in fantasy. You get like a lot more stuff outside the numbers, which a lot of these deep concepts tend to need to like require, you know, zippy throws outside the numbers. Philip mm -hmm. Rivers didn't have that. And if anybody in the whole world has it, it's Matthew Stafford. Yeah, it's a, it's a perfect fit in terms of how they both win. Uh, will it happen? I don't know. But I do feel pretty good about the Colts being, you know, heavily invested in this quarterback market. I think Frank Wright is going to want to get somebody who can stretch the ball, you know, stretch the field, throw it down the field. And I think Stafford is the ideal fit. Do you have any feeling about, I know one of the, uh, one of Kate's favorites from over at Locked on Dynasty Football is mm. uh, Deshaun Watson and Denzel Mims in, uh, in, in New York. Maybe you see him go to mm. Miami. Can he maximize a guy like Devontae Parker? Is there a place with Ooh. Matthew, with Deshaun Watson that you feel is exciting with that idea? Yeah, see, I like the Denzel Mims fit, but I, I will say this. I think wherever Watson goes, I think he's going to have a, a pretty big say in personnel. So, it mm. would not surprise me at all if we see Will Fuller follow Deshaun wherever oh. he goes. So ah. if you see a Will Fuller-Deshaun Watson pairing in New York, and you pair him with Denzel Mims and maybe some Jamison Crowder in the slot, Ooh. I like that quite a bit. But Miami with you know Devontae Parker, Preston Williams coming back, maybe, maybe he uses more of Jakeem Grant in the mm -hmm. passing game as well. I think both those situations are fantastic for him. That's a really nice one, too. I love those ideas just in terms of all of the different ways that these can go. It's going to be a very fun offseason to follow uh, all of this. We know where all the quarterbacks are going and how they may potentially, or we know that a lot of quarterbacks may be going elsewhere and how they could potentially maximize some of these wide receivers. But is there an argument at all for who's at the top of the wide receiver board for fantasy owners coming into this uh, next season? Yeah, so on our latest episode of the Locked on Dynasty podcast, uh, Kate and I had a really spirited, heated discussion about Devonte Adams <laughs> and Tyreek Hill. Now, she was on the Adams side, and listen, it's pretty hard to argue against Devonte Adams. 18 touchdowns this year in 14 games, uh, 1,300 yards. But the the argument against him is only two seasons in his career with a thousand receiving yards. Only three seasons in his career where he averaged more than 63 receiving yards a game. So. It feels like Devontae Adams has been this super stud for a long time. That's actually hasn't been the case. And when you factor in Rodgers kind of being a little coy about his future uh, uh -huh. after the loss against Tampa Bay, all of a sudden I get really worried about, okay, what does Devontae Adams look like with Jordan Love at quarterback? Because I don't know about you fellas, but I I'm not the biggest Jordan Love fan in the world. 
Meanwhile, right. <laughs> Tyree Kill is just the opposite, right? He is somebody who has been productive with Alex Smith, with now with Patrick Mahomes. He's tied to an elite quarterback on a you know with the best coaching staff in the NFL. All he does is put up you know thirteen hundred yard seasons, double digit touchdowns. He's not slowing down. I think the floor is higher, and I think the ceiling is potentially higher as well. I, I have one counter, and that is uh, target share with Devontae Adams. Not only, I mean, you would, I guess, hope that if you're a Packers fan, you would hope that they, you know, get somebody that would take away a little bit of that market share. But it seemed to me in all of the scouting and watching the Packers that I did over the course of this season, that really no matter what a defense does, they will get Devontae Adams 13 targets, be they bubble screens or slants or something, they will force those targets. So if you're talking about PPR, I feel like that has to be a consideration. No, and that's, it's a good point because I think that no matter what quarterback is there, he's going to get some volume the concerning thing is we have seen a drop in yards per reception over the last three years from Devonte adams oh yeah they're 18, like 12.5 yeah. yeah now we're down to 11.9 and again that's not terrible uh but when we're talking about dynasty football you know you're kind of picking nits here adams will be going mm-hmm. into his age 29 season uh tyreek hill is two full years younger so if you're weighing these two prospects, I'm going to take the better quarterback situ- situation, the more explosive player, and uh, the younger player in Tyreek Hill. It's a really, really interesting conversation, a really interesting debate. I mean, I'm really excited to uh, bring that to our listeners. And obviously, if any of you have any thoughts, make sure you let us know uh, on Twitter at Ross Jackson Nola, at Luke Braun NFL, and of course, at Marcus underscore Mosher. Uh, Marcus, we appreciate you as always for coming through, man, and for taking the time to be with us here on our uh, Tuesday Fantasy Forum here on Locked on NFL. Uh, thanks, guys. I almost got a, a Marcus Callaway, sh- uh, you know, little shout out on this pod. I really wanted to talk about him and Taysom Hill <laughs> as the next great quarterback wide receiver pairing, but maybe next We've time. We've never talked about Taysom Hill on here. <laughs> It's never had that conversation at all. It's never been a thing. Hey, look, I'll tell you what, whenever you're ready to talk Marquez Calloway and uh, and Taysom Hill, we'll do it on Locked On NFL and we'll do it over on Locked On Saints. How about that? That sounds perfect. Let's do it. <laughs> Luke, this was a very fun episode. I love the offseason. I absolutely love the offseason. And one of the things that I do love about it is the fact that we don't take one. We don't take one here at the Locked On Podcast Network. No, There's no offseason for the true fan. We are here. Those 18 quarterbacks might be changing places. We're not going anywhere. We'll be here <laughs> all throughout the offseason. Luke and I here on Tuesdays. Don't forget, tomorrow, looking ahead to the NFL draft, the Senior Bowl underway, you're going to want to tune in to hear the Draft Focus Locked on NFL Wednesday episode with Tony and James tomorrow with one of our NFL draft experts. So go and check them out, uh, as well as listening all throughout the rest of the week, Monday through Friday. We'll be back with you on Tuesday for Luke Braun at Luke Braun NFL on Twitter. I'm Ross Jackson at Ross Jackson Nola, and we will see you soon here on Locked On NFL, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.